Welcome to AFCON with Clive podcast in partnership with Breeze Travel and Safaris, your trusted travel experts. Ready for your next adventure? Call us at plus 256-772-587273 or 0414-253255 or 0751-043066. Now, let's explore the thrilling world of African football with Clive. Greetings and uh, welcome to yet another edition of uh, the AFCON with uh, Clive Porikasta. We are still in Ivory Coast Abijah as uh, the tournament gets uh, into uh, the final stages uh, of the competition. My guest uh, today on the podcast uh, is uh, a Ugandan who is here uh, to enjoy uh, the African Cup of Nations and uh, this is none other than uh, Abdul Kaulu Mwanje. He is a sports or football administrator Administrator uh, back home uh, owns a football club, but of course uh, does so many things uh, around uh, the football, but also a businessman. Uh, but Abdul, uh, welcome on the Afcon with Clive podcast. Uh, thank you. Uh, like you said, I'm Abdul Kaulumanje. Uh, of course, uh, me and Ivory Coast. I came to witness what is happening here in terms of football, our prestigious uh, tournament, the Afcon, and. Uh, of course, to learn more things, considering that uh, we are also are planning to host the same tournament. Yes. Yes, sir. For the days you've spent here, how has the experience been for you? Foreign country, new land, and all that. How has it been for you? Uh, of course, uh, the weather, the moment you land in Ivory Coast, you experience that it is uh, very hot. That's the first thing that welcomes you in Ivory Coast, of course. <laughs> Secondly, the communication gap. Because uh, this is a French-speaking country, of course, uh, the first challenge I got was the communication. But these people are very, very welcoming. I appreciate that. Uh, if someone finds that uh, they don't know the language that you're speaking, they f- make it easier for you. That at least they get someone who knows some English so that they help you. So that have been welcoming, and uh, that is what one thing that I've liked uh, about the people of Ivory Coast. The bit of them being hospitable and uh, welcoming is one that I've uh, also actually experienced and they don't do it expecting something in return they just want to help you because they feel you are in need and you should be uh, getting helped i remember when i was coming here for okay things we shouldn't be discussing i didn't carry belts so i was uncomfortable throughout because my pants never had a belt and i kept on pulling them every now and then so i asked where i could buy a belt and there was nowhere i could buy a belt because i was in the market i'd gone for lunch the ladies in the markets made sure that uh, they had to look for a vendor for belts to bring that person so that I could get what I want. Yet elsewhere, people would have ignored and gone on with um, their businesses. But speaking food, I'm a person who loves food. Have you tried to test their food here and um, how, how is it? Not yet, uh, actually. Yes, I tested their fish in one of the restaurants, but uh, it's good. But there's a certain food they told me that I should taste. I haven't yet gone. I check it. exactly. <laughs> I haven't yet gone uh, in the markets to, to get that food. Uh, most of my times I've been buying uh, food in the, in the supermarkets. But also talk about uh, uh, the, the, the ladies and the build. I also got a similar scenario. I was, uh, I'd just come 
I, I bought uh, a line, a, a SIM card. It didn't have mobile money, and I didn't know French. Uh, there's a gentleman I phoned. I was uh, moving around. Uh, I wanted help. This guy, he walked with me. I thought he was going to show me something or a, a shop or somewhere just nearby. We walked for over 500 meters looking for uh, a phone booth where I can get airtime. Mm-hmm. No? The, the guy, I was like, maybe he's going to ask for money afterwards. We went, <laughs> we moved, he helped me. Those codes, you know, we press here, press here. He, he had some little English. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the, the vendors completely—they they didn't know anything about. So, they, so he tried to help me, but I was—I was surprised at the end. I wanted to give him something. He was like, "No, no, 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 no. It's okay." I, actually, I—I I even forced myself to to appreciate him, but the, the, the guy refused, and I was shocked. This is—you can hardly get this this in Uganda, honestly. So I, I'm shocked, and at the same time, I'm very surprised. How these people, I don't know, were they trained before the tournament? <laughs> Secondly, as I was in the cab moving, I, I kept on hiding my phone, uh, putting uh, the glasses up. But I witnessed the Uberman, for him, he was okay with his phone. Then I asked you guys, don't we have snatchers around there? He was like, no, this, this, this does not happen here. We, we, you can freely move around, you know? I, I don't know, uh, I never expected this. But it's true. This is what I'm facing here. I'm very. I don't know. I'm lost for words. I don't know because the way these people were. I don't know. The way they were brought up. And uh, those of you wondering why we actually shocked. Uh, we come from a country, first of all, where it is very hard for somebody to help you, and they don't expect something. But also, it is not a place where you can freely move with with your gadgets. If you're in a car, the win the windows have to be up because anytime now. Uh, somebody might come and uh, just uh, snatch your phone. You, you need to be careful now, all, all, all the time. But uh, I want you to share your experience with us. Of course, uh, you've, you came at the right time with the competition, the semifinals and then the final. You've watched the Afcon on TV uh, back home. You've uh, watched the game in, in the stadium, Nigeria taking on uh, South Africa. Care sharing the difference uh, be, the, between those two experiences, uh, watching on TV and probably watching uh, live from the stadium? Absolutely no. There, there's no difference. Uh, the, the game that I watched in Buake, it was a very nice game. Both teams were displaying good foot, and there was no difference from what I was watching. Uh, maybe even uh, I would like to applaud uh, CAF. This time around, the coverage was so good. What you 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 you, you watched on the TV, it's exactly what is in what in the stadium. So the, the the game has improved. All the teams that represented us in this tournament have improved. There's no team you look at and you're like, this is not as per the standard. I don't know. Is it because most of the players are now playing from uh, abroad? I don't know. But the game was so good. Yes. And your experience, of course, uh, you badly wanted to watch Ivory Coast and Cote d'Ivoire, but uh, you couldn't get the match ticket and travel to Boake for Nigeria, South Africa. How was the experience of, uh, first of all, the journey, but also at at the stadium, uh, the the customer care, getting into the stadium and stuff like that? Yes, at first when I failed to get the ticket for semi-final two, that is Ivory Coast and uh, Congo, option B was to go for semi-final one, which was uh, South Africa. 
Africa and uh, Nigeria in Buake about uh, 357 kilometers from Abidjan. Uh, my first worry was the distance. I tried to book for a flight, but I think it was full. So the next option was to board a bus. So I was worried. Actually, in my plans, there was a flight which uh, that was coming on Friday. So coming back, I wanted to use a flight. But I was like, okay, let me go and take a bus. But I haven't seen here, I think I came to notice that maybe some of the most of the accidents we have back in Uganda, motor accidents, I think that they are a result of uh, having very narrow roads. Because uh, we, we, we moved for about those kilometers, 357, but there were double lanes. There are no chances of aid collision. You know, the, the buses, the way they are moving, they are moving at a pace, they are very careful, the drivers. So I liked the whole thing. So I also had to change my mind even coming back, I used the bus because it was safe. Roads were okay, very wide, very good. I These people must have prepared this tournament right from the infrastructure, the roads and what. Yes. As a football fan, how was the experience from the time you go to the stadium, accessing the stadium, uh, getting where you're supposed to sit uh, throughout the match and uh, vacating the stadium. Uh, it was a football atmosphere. These people, first of all, the Ivorians, they have that love for the club. It was Nigeria and uh, South Africa. But guess what? The whole place was in orange. Mm-hmm. They were in orange. They entered the stadium, but they were in orange. Nigerians came in big numbers, I think maybe maybe because they are nearer to Ivory Coast compared to South Africa. So they were many. And also what I witnessed inside, I think our fans back in Uganda, they lack something. I realized Nigerians were supporting their players right from the start. They never stopped. Even when South Africa was awarded a penalty and they were in the process of taking the, the penalty, they never stopped encouraging their players. I think that it is a lesson. It's, it's something we should learn as fans because I realize when we have matches in Uganda and uh, the Ukraine is not doing well or oh, any, oh, any other club, they, 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 they go silent all of a sudden. We wait for the goal. You wait for the goal. That's when you hear the cheers. Otherwise, it's not good for the players. So that's one thing I liked from the Nigerians. They support their players, right, their team, right from the start. And also, at the entrance, uh, these guys, they were very organized. They had so many people. They, someone just sees you coming. He sees. They see that you, you're in need of something. They approach you even before asking. They, 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 are, they, they, they don't know. They, they, they use French. We have that difference, the challenge, but like I I told you earlier, they try as much as possible to see that you get what you want. So that's that that hospitality bit really Mm. yes, it really took my heart. Mm. Well, at the beginning of uh the, the podcast I did introduce you as a, a football or sports administrator. Of course, a club uh, proprietor, uh, Lugazi, uh, playing in the second division. And you were sharing earlier that uh, you didn't only travel to watch uh, football, but you also traveled uh, for other things. Maybe you can just share with us why uh, you traveled all those miles and invested all that money to just come uh, to Ivory Coast. I came here not only to watch these games, but also to see the organization of these prestigious tournaments. Uh, if you have a vision of playing in, in the CAF 
Champions League. The, 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 I, I'm talking about the club tournaments. Uh, these are some of the, the tournaments that you're supposed to come and, and watch and see how people organize their things. You want to export players abroad. You need to come and see these players in the tournament, how they behave. You want to see how uh, the federation of that country has organized the tournament. How are you going to compare it with the federation that you have at home? Okay. I also wanted to come and uh, check out on some clubs because here in Everquest there are some clubs that are uh, bigger clubs that play actually in the in the in the in the in the, in the CAF uh, uh, Champions League stages. I also want to come. I haven't gotten the chance to move around, but I think I have time from tomorrow. I also want to see their pitches, okay? Because I understand uh, he, back in Uganda, the, the, the main problem that we have is about pitches, playgrounds. Mm. How are these people managing their league? How, when it comes to the national teams, to, to, to the tournament, how have they managed to have six stadiums that are the calf level? Why is it that in Uganda we we have actually one, not even one, still have because it is under renovation, okay? <laughs> how come that uh, without East Africa, the other three countries, we cannot host the tournament? What is that mini challenge? These are some of the things that have brought me here, okay? So that's maybe... I'm not in FUFA, but as a Ugandan, Uganda is mine, regardless of whether there's a federation or not. Uganda as a country is mine. I'm part of it. So I'm learning these things so that I can also implement in my club because I've, I've seen football starts from the clubs. If the foundation is not good uh, right from the clubs, you'll never export players. You'll never have good players. So the first thing I saw here, majority of the players in these teams, especially in the back defense, in the defense, they are tall. Every striker, the leading striker all nine, is tall, over six feet. Defenders, there is no defender I've, spe- I've seen in, in, in any of those teams, the national teams, who is below six feet. And that's what we have back in Uganda. So how are you going to export a defender who is about five feet or four? It cannot happen. These are the players I'm seeing here. So, as someone who is planning to have an academy in the future, there are things you have to look at. Players' development, very important. I've seen the goalkeepers, all the goalkeepers I've seen here in these tournaments. They are huge people. So, we also need to refocus and see which players are we developing and in which departments. That is also very important. So, that is, uh, uh, those are some of the few things that I've seen and uh, I've taken note. Yes, sir. Of course, one of the interests we could probably have in, in this tournament is the fact that in 2027, Uganda, Kenya, and uh, Tanzania will be hosting the, the Africa Cup of Nations. What are some of the things you've observed that we'll probably need to pay a little of attention to uh, back home if uh, we are to organize a tournament that is uh, successful or at the level of um, what you've observed so far in Ivory Coast uh, for the little time you've spent here? Uh, like I've said before, hospitality is very important. Togetherness is very important. We need to work together as a team, regardless of whether you work in the government, regardless of whether you work with the, the federation, wherever you are, you need to work. We need to work as a team to welcome the visitors because we're going to welcome visitors. Uh, money is going to get in. Those who have hotels, you need to prepare them because I've seen here we, 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 when we came, we were told that prices went high. Uh, getting a hotel was also another task. Hotels were full. You could easily identify by someone, by, by just mere look at someone, that this is not a person, this is a visitor. By mere look at them, we are happy that the government uh, came in and uh, they are working hand in hand with the Federation to see that 
they set up all what is required as per the Pamoja bid. We just need to support each other. That's what I can say. Because what I'm seeing here is people working together to see that this tournament ends at a, uh, on a very high note. And then in terms of uh, infrastructure, leave alone the stadiums, but the roads and all these other things, are in those probably things you feel we really need to pay a lot of attention to? Oh yeah, that one I talked about it earlier, that the roads are good here. Like I've told you, my plans were to use, uh, to fly coming back, but because of the, the good roads, I decided to, to come back uh, from working by road because the buses were very okay, the, the drivers were very careful, uh, the people seated, you seated with, the were very okay, everything was fine. So th- there was no need of, of using, of flying. Mm. So th- that's one thing I, I liked. I, I rarely use buses, but I was impressed by the roads, the safety on the road, very important. And it is there, security is all over. Uh, like I've, I've, I've told you, you, you walk at any time of the night, there are no cases of theft. I don't know. As if this is not Africa. <laughs> yes, as I let you go, now lastly, the big one is on Sunday. Nigeria playing in their eighth final. They have only won uh, three of uh, the seven finals they have been to. Ivory Coast are playing their fifth final. They have only won two of uh, the previous four that they have been a part of. Where do you think the title will go? Will it be going to Nigeria or will it be staying in Ivory Coast? The number of uh, Afghans that have watched uh, when Nigeria is playing, this time around, Nigeria came as a very different team. Players are working as a team. They have put a very, very good performance. However, Ivory Coast was almost uh, not qualifying mm. through the groups. But that chance, when when the chance came and they qualified, I, I told some people, I was like, this team, it's going to be very hard to beat. And each game that has come, they have improved. Being that they are hosts and they have the 12th player, I believe chances of winning this trophy, uh, chances are very high they're going to win the trophy. Ever cost. You have been listening to the Afcon with Clive podcast in partnership with Breeze Travel and Safaris, your trusted travel experts. Ready for your next adventure? Call us at plus 256-772-5872-73 or 0414-253255 or 0751-043066. Yeah.